0: The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 Pags. And now it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. We will have uh, Kelly Chewbacca at the bottom of this hour. She was the candidate, a Republican, for a U.S. Senate out of Alaska, running against incumbent um, Lisa Murkowski, who, by the way, 7 to $9 million was spent. By Mitch McConnell to make sure Kelly Chewbacca didn't win. Again, a conservative, a real conservative, uh, somebody who was being supported by, by President Trump. Mitch McConnell did not want Lisa Murkowski to lose. Murkowski is somebody you can ri- rely on voting with the Democrats in some of these big votes. And Mitch McConnell wanted that. So Kelly talks to us about ranked choice voting. Ranked choice balloting or ranked choice voting is a horrible system of voting. And she says there's proof that it was suppressive. That a lot of you in Alaska, and we've got a lot of people listening in Alaska, a lot of you in Alaska did not even go and vote because it was too difficult to, to figure out. And I get it. It should not be that way. So we'll make sure that we have her on. Bottom of this hour will be Dr. Jesse Lopez next hour. We do have a lot going on. I guess there's going to be a new communications director at the White House. Now, that is not the press secretary. The communications director is the person who, who is the boss of all the communications. The press secretary is the person who's the mouthpiece directly for the White House. But uh, there's a new one coming in, and Kareem Jean-Pierre decided that a characteristic of this person is really, really good news. I'll have that for you coming up on a Friday. Give me some strings. Horn section. That would be protein bar on the break. Protein bar. Sam. (laughs) What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday! Uh huh. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday! Friday. Let's go. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Let's make it a Free Speech Friday. How about it?
1: Free Speech Friday!
0: Yes, freedom. Freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it down. Take it up a notch. Monday through Thursday, I decide the topics. I'll decide the topics today as well. But there is an opportunity for you to call in on a Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If I don't, we'll move on. I do appreciate you taking the time. Carries off today. Polo's off today. Kurt is in, and of course, Sam is here along with me, your little talk show boy, Joe Pags. All right, so I'll get into this. Let's do it now. There's a new communications director coming in at the White House. Because the one that they've had is stepping down. White House communications director Kate Bedingfield to step down. This is from Fox News, Patrick Ward, and Chris Pendolfo. I guess you need two people to write it. President Biden calls Kate Bedingfield loyal and trusted advisor. The White House on Friday, today, announced that President Biden's communications director, Kate Bedingfield, who is who's been with the president since his 2021 inauguration will step down at the end of the month. Bettingfield will be succeeded by Ben LaBolt, a former advisor to President Barack Obama and current strategist for the communications agency Bully Pulpit Interactive. Prior to serving as the White House Communications Director, Bettingfield worked as a then as then President Joe Biden's communications director 2015 to 2016 and then found a role ...on a successful 2020 presidential campaign as deputy campaign manager. It's the second time Bedingfield was expected to depart-, to depart. She decided not to leave the White House last summer after signaling that she would. Before working for Biden, Bedingfield served on the Obama administration... ...as associate communications director, deputy director of media affairs... ...and director of rapid re- response. She also was also the vice president of communications... ...for the Motion Picture Association of America. See how liberal all these places are? I mean, all these outlets are so liberal... Vice President of Communications at Monumental Sports and Entertainment, and the Director of Communications for New Hampshire Senator Gene Shaheen's successful campaign for Senate 2008. Bedingfield, a Georgia native and University of Virginia alumna, is next expected to take on a new strategic role with Biden's as-of-yet undeclared re-election campaign. Quote, since my time as Vice President, Kate has been a loyal and trusted advisor. Through thick and thin, President Biden said in a statement, she was a critical strategic voice for the very first day of my presidential campaign in 2019, and has been a key part of advancing my agenda in the White House. The country is better off as a result of her hard work, and I'm so grateful for her or to her, and to her husband and two young children for giving so much. Ben has big shoes to fill. Benningfield's successor, LeBolt, previously served as the head of communications for the confirmation of Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, and advised the president's transition team on nominations. LaVolte is a veteran of three presidential campaigns, including working as a senior national spokesman for the 2008 Obama-Biden campaign and the Obama-Biden national press secretary in 2012. He's also worked in communications for various members of Congress, including Senator Sherrod um, Brown, could be Sherrod Brown, I'm not sure, Democrat Ohio, Representative Jan Schakowsky, Democrat Illinois, and then Senator Barack Obama, Democrat Illinois as well. I look forward to welcoming him uh, back as a first-rate communicator who's shown his commitment to public service again and again and who has cutting-edge understanding of how Americans consume information, Biden said. I saw him fight for Justice Jackson, and he put his all into helping us make uh, history confirming our cabinet and sub-cabinet nominees. I am proud to have him rejoin this team. In several tweets, LeBolt has said he's extremely grateful for the opportunity and honored to serve. He will be the first openly gay man to occupy the position of White House, Chief of Staff. Come on, dude. Come on, man. At least Fox mentions it, you know, 18 paragraphs in. Now let's see how Kareem Jean-Pierre dealt with it. I also knew. uh, I also know uh, that Ben is making history. As you know, we believe here in the Biden Harris White House that representation matters. He will be the first openly uh, gay uh, um, uh, communications director, which is very very important indeed. Okay, with that. The first openly gay communications director, which is very very important. Why? Why is that very very important? We believe the Biden administration. We believe in representation. So he's representing only gay people. I don't get it. I don't I don't under, I truly don't understand. I don't walk around all day long talking about how heterosexual I am. I just am. If he's gay, be gay it has nothing to do with communicating from the White House. It has nothing to do with getting the message out from the White House unless you need representation of the only communication director to be gay because you're only gonna communicate to five percent of the population. I know the radical organizations will say that the gay population is about 10%. It's not. It's about five. So we now have representation of 5% of the people. Does he not represent anybody else? Is he not a communications director hired on merit, or was he hired because he's gay? I really want to know. Because again, she seems to make it, she makes it sound like, to me anyway, that he was hired because he's gay, and that's really important. I also knew. Uh, I also know uh, that Ben is making history. As you know, we believe here in the Biden-Harris White House that representation matters. He will be the first openly uh, gay uh, um, uh, communications director, which is very, very important indeed. Okay, with that. So let's break it down. Let's break this down. Karim Jean-Pierre, her first day, talked about the importance of the fact that she is qu- very, very intersectional. She's a female. She's a person of color, because the rest of us have no color. She's an immigrant, and she's gay. So now her boss is also going to be gay. Now, I'll hearken back to when I was the, the main news anchor at one of these TV stations. I won't say which one. I won't name the guy. But the person that we brought on as the assignment editor, the assignment editor is the person that tells those who are going to go out and report what their assignment is for the day. Well, here's your story. Uh, This is the angle. Let us know what you find out when you get out there, whatever. And he he was gay. Now, I only knew that because he told me. I didn't walk in and say, wow, I think this guy's gay. And the stories that he was pushing were stories about issues that affected directly the gay community almost every day to the point to where I had to say, listen, you can't do this. This is going to turn away our viewership because most of them, the vast majority of them don't have this issue, aren't in this pigeonhole, aren't in this community. Now, if there's something important enough that it affects the entire community and it happens to have a a gay bent to the story, fine. But for you to say, gay people only are dealing with this, affected by this, or enjoying this, don't like this, we're now doing the gay news and that's not what we do we do the news period if there is a story that has to do with the lgbtq xyz123 community absolutely we'll cover it if it is broad in that it'll reach everybody who's watching and he kind of had a a laugh he said you're right i am pushing that agenda and i'll stop we that was back when we could actually have a conversation about it and stop doing it it if it were overdone now it's like nobody will complain i don't care By the way, I've heard of Ben LeBolt before. I didn't know he was gay because I don't care. I'm not looking to get with Ben LeBolt. I don't want to be in his bedroom. So I didn't know. Just like Pete Buttigieg, I would not have known had they not told me every single time. So the Biden administration has an abnormally high number of gay people in it, and they think that's somehow a good thing. Well, if it's true representation, it should be no higher than 5%. But if it's truly on merit you probably aren't going to run into that many people for this many jobs that are from the gay community, which is only 5%. I would imagine 95% of the rest of the population probably has some qualified people too. But they're doing this for one reason. It's like Ketanji Brown Jackson. What a horrible judge she was, letting pedophiles go early, uh, not not uh, going after people who committed heinous crimes the right way. She somehow gets it, and when she gets it, they all talking about how it's a black woman. At some point... Others, not just me, will be unafraid to talk about this. At some point, we have to be, or else they're going to keep on making moves that are based on on a characteristic that is something other than meritocracy, and that's bad for our country. That's not good for our country. If everybody in the Biden administration were gay, I wouldn't care if they were all qualified. We know Ketanji Brown-Jackson wasn't qualified. I have watched her now for months and months, and Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't appear to be qualified to be a communicator. And I don't know what this Ben Ben LeBolt might be great. But so far, I'm seeing checkmark hires and DEI and ESG hires that don't make sense to me. Or I'm being told about their sexuality or their fill-in-the-blank characteristic just to see if I'll accept it. I'm not going to like Ben LeBolt anyway, because he's a far left wing loon. Obviously, that's why he's in this administration. So he could be uh, the straightest, whitest, most Christian guy uh, who's married and has eight kids. And I still wouldn't agree with the guy politically. But they throw this out there because they think that they're going to tell people like me who disagree with the agenda that you can't now comment on him or Kareem Jean-Pierre or or Ketanji Brown Jackson. Because if you do, you're somehow an Isterophobe. Well, I don't play that game your thoughts about this, that we're hiring people based on their their sexual orientation now. We clearly are, or we're hiring people based on their ancestry and, and race. Clearly we are, or else they wouldn't keep announcing it to us. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Keep it right here. This is The Joe Pags Show. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Can you imagine if you went to go apply for a job and somebody said, hey, who do you like to sleep with? So what is your orientation? What's your preference? Because if you're gay, we need some representation. I mean, that that would be ridiculous. It would literally be ridiculous. Ooh, sorry, you're straight. Sorry, we don't want any more breeders here. That That's the game they're playing. And Corinne Jean-Pierre wants me to think that's appropriate. It's not. I don't care that she goes home to a woman. Don't care that Buttigieg goes home to his to his man. Don't care what, what Ben LeBolt likes to do in his bedroom. None of that matters to me. Are you effective and worthy of the job? Pete Buttigieg has shown he is completely over his head when it comes to doing the job of transportation secretary. He's horrible. He's, he's the worst we've seen. Karine Jean-Pierre cannot get through a press conference and give any answers. Not transparent at all. She's horrible at the job. And I don't know what Ben LeBolt's going to do. But guess what? I know that they're all three gay. How do I know that? They keep telling me. It just doesn't matter. How turned off would you get if every day I came on my show, hey, welcome to the Joe Pag Show, I'm straight? That would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? We were never in a society where we held that on our sleeve and had to get people's approval. Because if you don't approve of it, you're called intolerant. No, I don't need to approve of your bedroom activity. I don't care. I don't care. As long as you're not breaking the law and you're not harming somebody, I don't care. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Eden Pure. The best-selling thunderstorm air purifier, still available. They're giving you a great price, a great discount right now, because you watch or listen to my program. Uses proven oxy technology, quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. Over 265,000 already sold. You know it works. Any smell is going to vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under your furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. You know why they call it that, right? Because it's just like when a thunderstorm rolls through your town, that smell, that very fresh and clean scent that it leaves, that's what it smells like. And you save money, no filters to buy over and over again. Start enjoying your home and get several thunderstorms like we have in the house. Save $200 right now on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. put in discount code pags to save $200 that's EdenPureDeals.com. discount code is pags and the shipping is absolutely free we go to line 1 it's going to be jr in minnesota hi jr hey vegs how you doing uh, thanks for taking my call not a brag but uh i i was the first rick roll of the year nice uh, thank you for that way and to go just yeah i just wanted to um i'd like somebody to
1: bring a chart out with them when they're going to talk about this stuff and i'm there's something missing there's an a missing from this conversation a being asexual and i would i would put um, middle-aged men in that category with sleep apnea that wear cpap masks and haven't seen a, inside of a bedroom in several years where's that representation what's that percentage i bet it's a big number oh
0: Thanks, i I, I, to, well, I appreciate that chair thank you i i think he's right how about those who are not getting busy at all what about them why aren't they represented kjp why aren't they represented joe biden Let me go back at it. Anthony's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hi, Anthony. What's going on?
1: Well, I'm black, so I'm qualified for this call. (laughs)
0: But
1: anyway, (laughs) well, I feel that what he's trying to do is get black votes and gay votes. And, you know, qualified or not, and that's what he's trying to do. That's how I feel.
0: Well, well, Anthony, i gotta, I got I to ask you something. Are you, gonna, are you more likely to vote for Biden because KJP is black or because somebody else is? I mean, that would be nuts, well, wouldn't it?
1: That's, that's true. You should vote for who you think is more qualified, not because if you're a Republican, not because you're a Democrat. You, know, you should vote for who you think is more qualified. You know, if you think that both of them are not qualified, then don't vote at all. You know, that's my personal
0: opinion. Well, good. Well, let me ask you this before I let you go. Do you think the black community is waking up to all that? Cause, because because the Democrats have been using people in your community who, who have your same ancestry. They've been using you for a vote for a hundred years now.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and we, we we woken up. You know, I, that's how I feel. You know, you know if you, if you you know if you go back a long time ago, long a long time ago, if you think about it, you know, Democrats were the ones who were for the races you know for diverse slavery right if you think about it no it's true and you know so we gotta be we gotta be smart and you know who's who's throwing us in 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 prison over minor stuff right
0: and, and, and you know and you know who made those laws biden did back in the 1990s Anthony, yep. hey, do me yep. a favor do me a favor call in a, a lot we love hearing from you let me go down the list of what he was just alluding to and he's absolutely right The Democrat Party, and I don't want to hear about the big switch. There was no big switch. It's a lie. There is no big switch. There has never been a big switch. Period. End of story. Have a nice day. The Democrats were the ones who did slavery. The Democrats were the ones who did the lynchings. The Democrats didn't want blacks to have the Second Amendment right to to bear arms. The Democrats did Jim Crow. Democrats did segregation. Democrats did separate but equal. Democrats were the ones that were fighting to keep the slaves in the Civil War. Period. The KKK started by Democrats. Now, if you think anything that I just said is BS, prove me wrong. Show me, because you're going to give me some stupid thing about how they all switched, everybody switched the party. That didn't happen. What literally happened, the black folks in America were Republicans until the 1930s. In the 1930s, FDR said, we're going to do the New Deal, and everybody's going to benefit from this. But he purposely left out blacks and Hispanics in the New Deal by not having service workers like janitors and maids and so on covered by the New Deal. They lied to get the vote. Black people held their nose and voted Democrat knowing that they shouldn't, and they never went back because the Democrats swooped in and pretended like they were their friends. It didn't happen in the 1960s or the 1930s. Look it up. You'll find that I'm right. When we come back, voting is a big deal. Voting suppression is a big deal. Kelly Chewbacca comes on to talk about that more in Alaska. Stay here.
1: This is The Joe Pad Show.